Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello, hello. We are continuing our Hearing from God series. We are wired to hear. Hopefully you are seeing that. You're inspired by this and it's starting to change how you pursue God. We also put a challenge out there. (laughs) Some of you know this from inside the Courage Co. community. For those that do some things, here's what it is. For those that rate the podcast five stars, leave a review. You can go and claim a free God's Vibes Matter devotional. This is a 30-day devotional. We did a whole group on it last year inside Courage Co., It's a powerful one to really help you start processing with God. So you'll get this totally free over at julianapage.com slash podcast. Now we can see, for the record, who actually rates the podcast five stars and leaves a review and just who goes and grabs that devotional. So know that we see that. (laughs) Here's the steps again. Rate the podcast five stars, leave a review, then go claim your devotional now. If you also share the podcast with five different friends, so if you want to share this on social media, if you want to share these in messages, if you want to send these in text, screenshot that you've done that and email the team at info at julianapage.com and we will also send you the free... workbook that we give away inside Courage Go. So we'll send you that for free. Okay. So make sure that you do those steps. That's going to be one of the ways too, that we can make sure that we can coordinate getting your address and shipping that out to you. So make sure that you do those steps. We're doing this between now and the end of the month. So you got a couple of days here to make that happen. Literally, literally takes one to five minutes of your time, okay? So if you've been blessed by what is here, we are doing a challenge and a giveaway this month. Rate the podcast five stars, specifically on Apple Podcasts. Then also leave a review, okay? Then from there, go to julianapage.com slash podcast and claim your free 30-day devotional and then share the podcast with five different friends and screenshot those shares, those messages, and email info at julianapage.com, and we will make sure to send you over the Courage Co. workbook, okay? So those are some things. We love supporting all (laughs) y'all, and we are so honored to be offering all of this content every week, and so this is a great way to make sure other people, too, if this series, for example, has been blessing you, they, too, can hear about it, right? We are not, especially from the kingdom perspective, we are never meant to hoard anything. We're not. We're meant to be generous like our father. So I just want to spur you on here to good works. If you are blessed even by any other place here or anywhere else, right? Make sure that you are actually generous and paying that forward. Share, care, right? When you think about people that are out here, you are a source that God uses to support those people. What a blessing, okay? And that costs you nothing. Really, really amazing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for your listenership. I wanted to give you that opportunity before the end of the month. The other thing that's happening next month, if you did not know, something that we do on God's Vibes, we have different days of the week that are for the God's Vibes hotline. So you can actually get coached 
on the God's Vibes podcast. Anything from spiritual development, relationships, entrepreneurship, health and wellness, we talk about all of it. You can fill out a form for the God's Vibes hotline. It is in the show notes. If you follow me on any of the social medias, it is also there in the link in my bio, you will see the God's Vibes hotline, okay? So you fill out that form and you can get time scheduled as early as February to get coached on God's Vibes, okay? We are super excited about this. The power of coaching, especially with God, game changer. There's nothing like it. So we're excited to be able to offer coaching. So if you've got something that's burning (laughs) on your heart to get coaching on, that's a great opportunity to do it. And if you do want to work together one-on-one, I only have a couple of spots left on my calendar. So if you do want to do that, that is something that's different, but you can email info at julianapage.com to learn about working together one-on-one. Okay, let's continue today with the two different prophetic personality types that we left off on, how you can develop the feeler and how you can develop the knower. These are the next two that are coming up in our series. So right now, in this episode, we're talking about developing the feeler. And it's so fun. Some of you have been reaching out, letting me know what your dominant personality type seems to be, and so grateful for this. So I'm so glad that this is blessing you. It says in John 16, 20, Very truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. Wow. Wow, 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 right? The feeler. So the strengths of a feeler, remember when we talk about the strengths, they're an outcome of your relationship with God, okay? This is something that I'm going to reiterate over and over and over. These things grow out of relationship with God, okay? There's no manipulation. There's no control. There's no performance. These things grow out of a relationship with God. And even the prophetic, okay? As amazing as it is, as powerful as it is, the prophetic is never meant for an immature believer, okay? It is never meant to replace the word of God in your life. The word is the authority of God, okay? So the word has to be your foundation. The prophetic supports it, but the prophetic cannot replace it, all right? I want to just make sure that that is very clear because we have a lot of people that are hurting people, specifically using the prophetic, by releasing words they have no business releasing, by only relying on encounters of God and moving in immaturity. So this can get tricky, all right? So I want to make sure that you do hear me, that the word of God needs to be your foundation, okay? And routinely cleansing your heart will protect a healthy perspective so you can hear God for your benefit and others. A lot of times we are not hearing, maybe we're not sensing and receiving God because we've got some heart stuff going on. Our mind is full of the wrong things. We haven't been taking thoughts captive. Our emotions are all over the place. We haven't been stewarding those. And that is all inner work. And it is work. But once you learn the work and you put effort into applying the work, right, you do have peace and that's worth it. Okay. So once again, your strengths are an outcome of your relationship with God. They don't create your relationship, but they're supernatural benefits of a healthy and intimate bond with your creator. Okay. So here's some of the things that make feelers exceptional. All right. God's emotions 
connect to his heart and reveal how he wants to communicate his heart to the world. So you could say in a sense that feelers know God's heart. Feelers have this unique ability to experience God's emotions and catch spiritual nuances that most other people miss because they're literally in rhythm with God's heartbeat, okay? In Matthew 26.6, the woman described there could be seen as a feeler. She entered the room where Jesus and his disciples were eating, but as a woman, she was not a welcomed guest. (laughs) And despite their annoyance over her interruption of the meal, she came to do one thing, express her love and devotion to Jesus. And she brought her most treasured possession a costly perfume. She poured the perfume all over Jesus's feet. And I can imagine the entire room just filling with that fragrance. Just picture your favorite fragrance. And when the men in the room saw what she was doing, they were enraged. And Judas, one of Jesus's 12 disciples, said she should have sold it and spent the money on the poor. And in John 12, we learn this is because Judas was stealing from Jesus, not because he cared about the poor. Interesting, right? Money would be the motivator for Judas's ultimate betrayal. Wow, right? So Jesus didn't let the man's judgment and disgust have the final word. Why are you giving this woman a hard time? He asked. She's done something wonderful and significant for me. You will have the poor with you every day for the rest of your lives, but not me. When she poured this perfume on my body, what she really did was anoint me for burial. You can be sure that wherever in the world the message is preached, what she has just done is going to be remembered and admired. Wowza. Talk about honor. The kingdom of God is not about jealousy. The kingdom of God is honor. We show honor because that's what God models. In that time and place, this woman's compelling emotions connected straight to God's emotions. And we know that what she did was a supernatural act because Jesus said she had anointed his body for burial. Powerful. No one, not even she, could have known Jesus was about to die. And this happened at the end of his ministry right before he went into Jerusalem. But she had counted the cost of walking into a room to express her emotions and found Jesus worthy of it all. That was risky, but she did it because Jesus was worthy of it all. And Jesus didn't tell her to get it together and return later when she was in control of herself, (laughs) like the men might do, right? He praised her, something quite different. And I believe Jesus wanted the feeler to play this important role in his story, All these men missed what God was doing right in the middle of them. They missed the moment because they didn't understand the emotions Jesus and his father were experiencing. And emotions are among the most intimate things we can share with other people. That's why in psychological and emotional abuse, it's so traumatic because that's truly one of the most intimate things that you can share with another person. And as a feeler, this is what makes you powerful. You catch the emotions of God and bring them into the presence of others to be witnessed and experienced. How stunning is that? I mean, come on. So here are a couple of things about feelers. Feelers lead with compassion and empathy. And empathy is a powerful quality. It allows you to experience the emotions of somebody else, making it one of the most valuable aspects of friendship. And many studies demonstrate that empathy is the most vital characteristic of a leader. 
I would have to agree. I mean, if you've been around people, particularly leaders without empathy, and you see how cold and unfeeling they are, that is brutal. That is brutal, especially when they have people that are good, kind-hearted, capable people that they just can't even see and appreciate. Man. But as a feeler, you experience empathy and compassion straight from the heart of God. And emotions... Brene Brown says she defines empathy as the most powerful tool of compassion and the daily practice of recognizing and accepting our shared humanity so that we treat ourselves and others with loving kindness and we take action in the face of suffering. Come on. What? It is a powerful tool of compassion. Come on. I also recommend never pray until you're flowing in compassion. (laughs) It is the daily practice of recognizing and accepting our shared humanity so that we treat ourselves and others with loving kindness and we take action in the face of suffering. Wow. Many of us become cowards unintentionally because we refuse to take action in the face of suffering. Woo! Okay. This is different from pity the near enemy of compassion, because pity causes us to isolate the sufferer and feel separate from them. Oh, I just, I pity you that you're going through that. You just, you know what I mean? I I just don't, I can't even relate to that. I just, I'm not even going to. I'm just going to keep you over here because that makes me feel safe. Whew. But empathy brings us closer to each other and compassion is a characteristic of God. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. Glory to God. God declares himself to be compassionate. Jesus expressed compassion when he wept for his friends who are grieving the death of Lazarus. Jesus expressed compassion for their harassed and helpless and often hungry crowds who are desperate to hear his words. So compassion here is one of the defining characteristics of your loving God, and your compassion is a spiritual superpower. It does not make you weak, okay? Now, I will warn against toxic empathy because sometimes we can feel so much for other people that we're denying what we see, and that can get us in trouble. So just something to be aware of, okay? You need healthy compassion, Feelers are attuned to others' emotions. So the strength of a feeler is to experience the emotions of others. And this is not always a distressing or uncomfortable thing, such as, um, you know, having to confront something, not wanting to know something that you feel and that you sense and having to confront it. It doesn't always have to be like that, okay? But it is something. You can be attuned to other people's emotions, Okay, and that can be a big deal. Feelers also experience God's emotions for other people, allowing others to experience God's feelings for them. So you can be really attuned to other people's emotions. You can also be attuned to God's emotions for other people. Can you see those two different levels there? Okay, so it's really a divine exchange because the beautiful thing is, is God knows exactly what we need. So this is a great offering in prayer. We don't always know what to pray for people. We don't always know what they're intimately walking through. And there's some battles that you might not never know because some people just keep that between 
them and God, right? So when we can pray for people, that is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give them. And you can ask God, what does this person need? Holy Spirit, show me what this person is intimately walking through and help me to intercede with you for them. And Holy Spirit will literally help you have God's heart for that person, okay? Because God is always attuned to what's happening in others, right? And this is great because when you are in tune, when you're attuned to what's happening within others, you can offer tears, affection, and empathy at the right time. Like you can get in a moment with somebody and that is so, so powerful. And it allows you to show others that God not only cares about them, but has a strong emotions for them, that they're not alone in all of those sometimes and often overwhelming feelings. So you are God's container of affection, compassion, and love. And some of the people God brings across your path would never be able to access the emotions of God without you directly hearing and expressing God's voice through your feelings. I mean, what a way to appreciate the gift, right? Feelers discern what's under the surface of an environment. Okay, (laughs) that's a big deal. You can just sense something is up. You can do this in different atmospheres and different spaces and places that you go. There's just an air of something and you can pick up on what is happening under the surface of things. So this could be For example, in different work environments, I've been able to recognize what spirits are operating there. And I know that that sounds interesting, but the spirit of manipulation, the spirit of control, the spirit of pride, okay? And then I was able to partner with God to minister and to release the other spirit, the kingdom, into that space, okay? I'm talking excellence, honor, love, right? Confronting things. I was actually used to confront some hard things in different environments, right? That's never a fun thing to do, right? But you can do this just from discerning what's happening beneath the surface. So let's talk about some weaknesses of a feeler. At your best, at your best, which we were just describing, you have a direct line to God's heart. You feel what God feels with authentic intensity, but at your worst, you're at the risk of contributing confusion rather than clarity to what God is doing. Yeah. Okay. So feelers have difficulty functioning when things don't feel right. That makes sense, right? So some of you are nodding your head right now. (laughs) You know that's you and you know that that is true. Okay. But your emotions can make you feel really vulnerable. And the intensity of feeling might even seem dangerous. So some feelers stuff these emotions deep down unaware of the insights that you might possess. But when those intense feelings leak out, they have the power to take down anyone in the vicinity, including yourself. Okay. So feelers experience a vast array of feelings and some are from God and others are not. And it takes wisdom, wisdom, okay. Wisdom to discern the difference. Because here's the thing. If you've been reading your Bible for any period of time, you start to see that there's nuances to things, right? It says, do not give wisdom to a fool. (laughs) And then it says, don't match the fool in his folly, right? Impart wisdom. And you're like, wait a minute, you just said not to give wisdom. And now you're saying use wisdom. Which one do you want me to do? There are so many nuances like this 
in the Bible in wisdom is what you apply to know what to do when, okay? These subtleties are important and they make a huge difference when you apply wisdom. So you need wisdom to discern the difference of when, in this case, an emotion is from God and when it's not. And when you are really helping a situation and when you're hindering development and progress, okay? So unhealthy feelers, and this comes from not processing your own emotion. This comes from not having accountability. This comes from being a lone ranger, okay? Unhealthy feelers have a tough time functioning when strong emotions overtake their hearts and minds. Kind of like fear, right? You can hear false evidence appears real and different sayings like that, right? Face everything and run, <laughs> right? Uh, you, can, you can hear things like that all of the time, but that doesn't make the, the fear in your body go away, the feelings of it go away. It still feels very real to you, okay? So you might unwittingly mow others down with your emotions. You may be manipulative without totally understanding what you're doing and why, because all of these emotions are just taking over your heart and your mind, okay? So that can get messy real quick. And why is this harmful if you're not sure? Because not everyone experiences the depth of emotions that you do, okay? And most others will see your emotions as personal rather than divine experience, especially if they have the negative effects. They can undermine this indirectly, right? Can undermine your confidence that your feelings and the feelings of others are from God. So developing a sufficient level of self-awareness so that you can assess whether what you're feeling is honest and helpful rather than hurtful will serve you well, okay? So there are times when we're not even designed to release a word, right? We might actually be receiving quite a bit of information, and this is just giving us insight into what to pray and intercede, but we're not actually supposed to release a thing to somebody else, or especially when we feel this burst to do something, that might be something that you're actually not supposed to release. You have to pay attention if that inspiration is just you being excited or if that is actually from God. So unhealthy feelers are also vulnerable to letting what they feel dominate every part of their life, mental, physical, and spiritual. So you've got to learn how to identify which emotions belong to you and which belong to God and which belong to others, as well as which are directing you to intercession and which God is employing to give you discernment, okay? So there's quite a bit going on here. It says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, here's some good advice. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely away from evil. It will be health to your body, your marrow, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, all your inner parts, and refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. Sounds like wisdom right there indeed. Unhealthy feelers bring confusion, not clarity. And we need clarity. Aye, right? So that is something that is a big 
deal. And you might get things wrong at first when you're learning to acknowledge yourself as a feeler, let's say. And that's not your fault. Maybe you've been labeled as really overly emotional and you've interpreted your feelings as taxing to those around you, or you might not have had position permission to honor your emotions and now it's tough to acknowledge and respect them, okay? On the other hand, if you grew up in a home, let's say, where you... It, it wasn't safe for you to express your feelings or your feelings were labeled irrelevant, fun. You may have difficulty acknowledging, understanding, and respecting them. I can relate 100% to that, okay? The good news is God wants to give you a healthy balance as a feeler. He doesn't want you to take the atmosphere down. <laughs> you are here to lift it up and release the kingdom, right? He wants you to lift up atmospheres to the reality that recognizes God's presence is available to everyone. And this is why it's so important to steward your emotions as a feeler so that that doesn't get confused. So don't be discouraged if leadership doesn't give you the green light to express your emotions in a specific environment. Don't give in to disillusionment if you think your feelings are being dismissed. If God is saying it, he will get his message heard, okay? I think that this is so important to remember through all of these different aspects that we've been diving into that we can't get caught up in our ability to hear so much as God desiring to be heard. And God will make sure that we hear him. If we absolutely need to hear him, God will make sure that we hear him. And I think that that really encourages my heart. So it's less about me trying to make sure that I don't miss it, but knowing that God can't be missed, okay? It says in Isaiah 55, 11, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without results, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Here's something to note. The healthiest feelers are the ones who stay in community, okay? Courage go, Great place to start, <laughs> but the healthiest feelers are the ones who stay in community, the ones that have accountability, mentorship. It's a big deal. The healthiest feelers reveal their emotions to those around them. They're not just acting like they got it all together. That's really dangerous, actually, for a feeler. The healthiest feelers don't get caught up in the all or nothing thinking the healthiest feelers consider their feelings to be a conversation with God. The healthiest feelers know God will have the conversation when he wills it. The healthiest feelers are not responsible for what others feel. And the healthiest feelers know their emotions are not the only route God takes to communicate with them. All right? Feelers can overvalue their feelings and make other people uncomfortable. You might have experienced this before, but you might place so much value on what you sense that you leave the other prophetic personalities in the dust. <laughs> I just feel this. This must be what's happening, right? And the first time you experience the depths of God's emotions, you will be exhilarated. You'll feel things you've never felt before. And this unbridled feeler is a stallion, right? Free to run the fields of, of limited feeling, okay? You're just like a horse going wild, okay? And it's beautiful, but then it gets really complicated. 
we can collectively agree probably that watching an intimate moment between two people that wasn't meant for public viewing is awkward. Awkward. Nothing feels more uncomfortable than being a uh, single on an outing with a lovey-dovey couple or watching your mom and dad make out, right? Like, you get the idea. These make people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay? That's what your feelings feel like for those who aren't feelers. That type of reaction. I just had to take you there for a second, okay? So did you catch that? Your heart is so big and you want to include those of us around you. You're often caught up in your intimate moment with God. You think it's beautiful. You want to enter the throne room, but your spouse wants to to walk into like the spaghetti factory, right? Like without all of that. The point is, for some people, the expression of your emotions can be unnecessarily uncomfortable. And you've got to be aware of that. If you don't express your feelings in a way that accommodates this discomfort, you can inadvertently alienate people who need what you have to share with them. That's big. So remember, no prophetic personality is more or less spiritual than any other, okay? It takes humility to slow down and maybe save some expressions for later. But that's also wisdom, okay? The emotions of God, feeling them, right? Nothing feels more authentic than crying with those who cry, mourning with those who mourn, okay? But ask God for discernment. Holding the reins on your emotions requires awareness, humility, and meekness so that they're not used as a weapon. And meekness, many say this sounds like weakness, but it's not at all. It means strength under control, okay? Who is wise and understanding among you, asked James, Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. So meekness is an essential attribute for feelers, knowing you could go deep and wide with God, but choosing to exercise restraint in the presence of others is not a weakness or fear of man. It is humility. Okay. Some feelers also undervalue their feelings. Feelers tend to be extreme in the way they think about their emotions. And many who don't overvalue their feelings ignore them altogether. Those who are taught that feelings are unsafe or even sinful tend to have difficulty believing that God can actually use their emotions in the process of leading them. Okay, so that's a big deal. Because we humans tend to let our pendulums swing, if you will, take careful stock of where you land between the extremes of overvaluing or undervaluing your feelings. Invite God to teach you how to make your emotions available to him to use as a strength for communication with and for him. Okay, so here are some ways that you can actually mature as a feeler. One of the things that you can do, anchor yourself in truth instead of only what you feel, okay? So this is where I was highlighting the word before. Anchor yourself in the word always, not just the prophetic. So discovering how to anchor yourself in who God is, not just who you feel God is, will keep you safe. And inevitably other people too. I know who God is, so that's well, that will not change basically what I feel, okay? And that's the mantra of a healthy feeler. I know who God is, so that will not change based on what I feel. And especially as faith walkers, okay, 
When it comes to the kingdom, I teach this in the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program. We do not walk according to our thoughts and reasoning. We do not walk according to our feelings. We do not walk according to our circumstances and what we see. So we are not led by our flesh or by our soul. We walk according to the spirit of God, okay? And this can be really dynamic because we never really fully embrace that as a lifestyle, okay? But that is a kingdom lifestyle. So we very much teach that and go deep into that, okay? So even if feeling is your primary prophetic personality, emotions are only part of the life God intended for you to live. He also wants you to know the truth. Not necessarily in the sense of the knower, but in this sense. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free says this in John 8, 32. So God didn't say here, you will feel the truth and feeling the truth will set you free. He didn't say that. (laughs) Healthy feelers ground themselves in God's revelation of the truth. This is so big, okay? So what is truth? Your Bible is the most accurate and rock solid thing there is. The sea of emotions is ever changing This landscape just is constantly twisting and turning, right? So you're going to feel a million different things every single day, just like you think a million things every single day. And sometimes you'll find it hard to tell what's what. So trusting your feelings instead of trusting God is very tempting, but that is a mistake. God's word is the anchor that will stabilize your emotions and give you immediate clarity. And when you spend time learning, studying, and memorizing what God has said, it will become a part of you so much that when you feel pulled in one direction by your feelings or another direction by somebody else's words or actions, you'll have an immediate understanding as to which course is right for you. And we need that right now where deception is so huge. So huge. It's one of the main things that the enemy is using, okay? Remember, God is not confused, He's not confused. He will not say anything to you that conflicts what he already said in his word. He's not going to do that. If you ever doubt this, I challenge you to study what you think he said and consider whether you might have misinterpreted it. (laughs) When you pair your knowledge of the truth with the feelings God has given you, look out world, okay? On their own, feelings don't change lives. They don't. What changes lies is when the spirit and truth come together. The spirit of truth offers an accurate revelation of God. And we got to make sure that we're out of the way in that way for that to happen. Okay? Instead of dismissing your feelings, ask God about them. So powerful. This is something that I had to really start learning how to embrace with God. I was one of those people that we didn't talk about feelings. We don't do feelings. We just suck it up and keep it moving when really we don't actually recognize that that creates even more years of trauma, pain, shame, and so many other things, right? It actually holds you back and prevents you from being a powerful person in your world. That's fun. So instead of doing that, (laughs) right, ask God about them. Don't make them bad. So instead of telling yourself, stop feeling this way, get it together, start with, God, why am I feeling this way? And it's the perfect question for a feeler. Remember, God is our source of wisdom, which can save us from confusion. 
It says in James 1, 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So interesting, right? We often hear people just talk about this first verse on its own or even talk about another aspect of this verse on its own but never read it together. Context is everything, okay? So when you're asking God, you have to believe and not doubt, right? Instead of shutting down, ask God, why do I feel overwhelmed or why do I feel emotional? Then after asking your questions, lean in and listen for what he has to say. Your feelings often reveal a pathway to what God desires to do through you. And if you realize what's happening is only for you, go into your prayer closet and battle for yourself. Okay? You have got to have a strong prayer life for you, really, before you can incorporate other people into it. Okay? Often your emotions are revealing something God wants to heal in your own life. If he's trying to heal you, let him. Okay, we already know hurt people hurt people, but we very rarely talk about the healed ones that heal people, okay? So own responsibility for what he was showing you. Repent and hand it back to him through prayer or repentance. Don't carry it around with you. You weren't created to walk around weighed down by unsolved, unresolved, or unhealed emotions. Your emotions make up your quality of life, okay? This colors our experience. They're usually the drivers behind meaning that we assign to things, the memories that we carry. And just think about this if you don't believe me. If I were to ask you to think about this song that you used to listen to all the time in high school, you can probably think about that song. Or if I were to ask you to tell me the song that you and your first boyfriend or girlfriend shared together. What is that song? Like this takes you right back to feeling and emotion and you haven't lived there in years, but immediately you can go back to that. So feelings usually lock in memories and meaning into experiences. And this is why it gets dangerous when we don't process these things with God. Keep your heart clean, right? The pure in heart are those that can see God, okay? So you've got to routinely examine and purify your heart. This is something that I do to this day, okay? I call it soul scanning. (laughs) So this is a process that I walk people through. But as a feeler, you must keep your filter, your heart clean because everything you do comes from your heart. So I just want you to picture that, right? You hear, guard your heart for out of it flow all the issues of life, right? Okay, but your, your heart is the filter, from which you process experiences. And this is how we can assign the wrong meaning, right? Two things. And then that can give us years and years and years of suffering, okay? You've got to keep your heart pure. Your filter has to be clean because everything you do is gonna be filtered through your heart. Think of it this way. If your window is dirty, everything you look at will have dirt on it. That's fun, right? So take it this way. If you've been hurt, right? Now you're going to look through everybody, look through your filter as if everybody is going to hurt you. (sighs) Right? 
not fun. But if you keep your heart pure, you don't have to live in these unhealthy levels of self-protection and guardedness and control against things that you really can't control, okay? So that's a really big deal. Your heart is like this dirty window. If you don't keep a clean heart, everything you do and say will have to come through a bad filter. If you've been in a car and you need new air filters, you know, you don't want to suck in all of that nasty stuff, okay? So as a feeler, you are vulnerable to giving your heart to things that can hurt you. This is that toxic empathy where you give the benefit of the doubt, where you just dismiss reality completely because you're hooked on a fantasy where you just believe in potential so much that you are just straight up blind to all the red flags that God has been showing you about how this is dangerous and that you should have no part in it, right? You're vulnerable to giving your heart to things that can hurt you, okay? You're prone to heart attacks. You can follow David's lead here by praying, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, 23. And also one of my personal favorites, Psalm 51, 10. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Okay? So a lot of panic, a lot of anxiety, a lot of that is coming from a heart issue and a heart that's not pure, okay? Embrace the power of prayer and pray until joy comes. None of this weak praying. Pray until joy comes. So God created this beautiful exchange between humankind and himself. Pretty awesome. Prayer is a conversation that God initiates, allowing us to petition him for divine intervention. So as a feeler, it's essential that you understand the incredible effective tool of prayer in your life because prayer is a powerful partnership between you and God. And it's the very origin of your power and authority. So when you feel something deeply, ask God these questions. Is this emotion mine or is it something in the area? Okay, when you really feel, you can pick up on all sorts of things. If this is mine, do I need to repent? Do I need to return it to you for healing? Okay, so sometimes, for example, if our heart is a filter and it's been traumatized, we might assign trauma to different situations when we're triggered. We're reliving a painful experience, okay? When really, that might not be what God has in mind at all. So we've got to ask him about it. If this, if it's in this area, how can I partner with you to help bring about a breakthrough? So good. Then keep surrendering the burden to God until he releases you with joy. Okay, so I spend a lot of time in a journal doing this kind of work with God where I'm just, we're in a conversation back and forth and he's talking to me about what's going on in my heart, right? Another thing that will help you is learning to prioritize intercession. And this is where you're talking to God on somebody else's behalf because this is a great way to release the burden of others' feelings, Okay, it says in Romans 8, 26, prayer is your go-to. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless, our wordless size 
or aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Love that. It's Romans 8.26, the message version. Have your feelings, but don't allow them to have you. Again, you are the steward of things in your life. You're not the owner, okay? So you're here to steward your emotions well. That's having a healthy relationship with your emotions, not making them bad, and also not letting them have you. And it's easy to spot an immature feeler because their emotions dominate them, okay? (laughs) They might slap a Jesus sticker on what they express, but if anyone challenges their feelings, they won't go peacefully. They will not leave peacefully, okay? They're okay only when their feelings are getting all the attention. Otherwise, they're, they're not. They're explosive. So the mark of a mature feeler is their ability to feel things intensely, yet remain submitted to their community. Powerful. Healthy feelers can acknowledge their emotions, respect what they sense, ask God what he wants to do, and then act on what he says. So humility... And obedience makes you extremely powerful. You will be shocked at how critical a growth step this will be for you in your life. Okay? This strength under pressure. Learn which feelings are yours and which are not. So healthy feelers know how to quickly identify which feelings are theirs and which are not. (laughs) And this saves them from getting stuck carrying other people's burdens or repenting for things that aren't theirs. Okay? A feeling might be from you if it reflects something you've been dealing with or been previously aware of. The Holy Spirit is convicting you of a need to repent or you examine your heart before God and see you are hiding something from him. A feeling might be from somebody else if it arises out of the blue and catches you off guard. It generates confusion or other people are sensing something similar. So you want to ask God for discernment to tell the difference. Steward your feelings to avoid exhaustion and burnout. Remember, feelers are experiencing God in ways others will not always understand. And if you don't steward or manage these intense feelings, you'll become vulnerable to exhaustion and burnout. A lot of times we don't have a taking action problem, we have an emotions problem, okay? You're not broken, you're different. So recognize that what you encounter is deep and can be highly draining if not governed. But God has given you authority to govern your emotions, right? When we talk about how we are designed to rule and reign and take dominion, that is of your own domain first. This is never about people. You're never meant to dominate people. You're meant to rule and reign over your mind, over your emotions, over your will, over your flesh, okay? You're not meant to rule and dominate over people, all right? Your ability to discern what is happening around you needs acknowledgement, awareness, and also boundaries, our favorite. As a healthy feeler, you offer your heart to what God feels. You give yourself space to mourn with those who mourn and cry with those who cry. Your heart breaks for the impoverished little boy wearing clothes two sizes too big and gives it attention to the person who feels invisible. You can see people that feel invisible. You know that pain. Feeling a burden for the widow sitting alone in a corner. But likewise, you allow yourself to explore the 
gamut of jumping for joy after watching someone overcome addiction or a relationship being restored right in front of you after years of destruction and pain. And experiencing the emotions of God gives you the eyes of heaven, allowing you to encounter others, not only as human beings, but as children of God. What an incredible gift. What an incredible gift. You can flow in the heart of God. I mean, that gives me God bumps just saying it. Okay, so here's a letter to fantastic feelers. We need you. (laughs) What would our world be like without you showing us the heart of God? I do not even want to consider it. Keep listening to God. Speak to you through your profound emotions. Continue to develop your discernment. It will be worth all of the effort. Just for a moment, imagine all the lives affected when you stop hiding what you're sensing and courageously reveal the heart of God. It is breathtaking. Thank you for crying with us, mourning with us, then staying with us until the joy returns. Thank you for investing your heart over and over again to reveal more of what God has and who God is to each of us. We're so thankful God speaks to you in this way. So here is a quick cheat sheet for the feeler. Feelers experience God's emotion and catch spiritual nuances that others miss. Feelers lead with compassion and empathy. Feelers are attuned to others' emotions. Feelers help others to experience God's feelings. And feelers discern what's under the surface of an environment. Some of the weaknesses of feelers. Feelers have difficulty functioning when things don't feel right. Unhealthy feelers bring confusion, not clarity. Feelers can overvalue their feelings and make others uncomfortable, and some feelers can dismiss their feelings as invaluable. So to grow and mature as a feeler, anchor yourself in biblical truth instead of only what you feel. Okay, you've got to become more whole and balanced in your gift. Instead of dismissing your feelings, ask God about them. Keep your heart clean and embrace a process of keeping it clean. Embrace the power of prayer and pray until joy comes. Have your feelings, but don't allow them to have you. Learn what's yours and what's not and steward your feelings to avoid exhaustion and burnout. So powerful. All of these gifts are powerful. All of these help us to know God intimately and there's no limit to how we can connect with God and how we can grow in our awareness of him and how we can continue to lean on, rely on, and trust in God and all we think, say, and do. So I hope this message blessed you. Make sure that you rate the podcast five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Head over to julianapage.com and claim your 30-day devotional and make sure that you share this with your friends and other people that can benefit. This is totally free (laughs) and it would be such a blessing to make sure that this podcast can get into more hearts and more homes. So thank you for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. Stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 
12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation fully confident knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.